Hey, welcome back everyone to another Uncanny Mystic Minds. So for today, I'm very excited to have my guest, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, freaking, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to my weekend. Basically, I have like some fun stuff lined up and uh, like parties or whatever. So kind of looking oh, forward yeah. to it, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. It's St. Patty's and, Day. Do you celebrate uh, that? Yeah, on top of that. Uh, well, I mean, I used to for sure, especially like where I went to uh, like my high school in, in the peninsula outside San Francisco. Uh, you know, people would definitely like it was definitely always popping like this whole weekend, I guess, maybe, you know. And um, Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess those bar days are kind of behind me by and large. So um, I'm not going to be partying yeah. like that per se, but yeah. Yeah. What about you? Are you happen to are you gonna get into anything or no? I'm not into big chaotic crowds at all. At all. Yeah. That's my worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> so I mean yeah, it's now, not like I don't I like being a stupid idiot, but I don't wanna be around a a, a large amount of other stupid idiots. Exactly. So, okay, yes, yes. I totally nothing. uh yeah, I can I, I can feel that sentiment. Yeah, so uh <laughs> I used to like crowds. I used to like being like in the in the mix like that, so to speak. And then like I used to really like it. And then uh, now I like I really don't. Yeah, like I stopped going to like by and large. I used to go to stadium games and all these things like that. And I by and large, I kind of cut that out. I guess I just I don't no, know. yeah, not yeah, for me. It would have not to be like a big though. reason or or I don't know what. But yeah, I kind of I've tapered that for sure. But uh, yeah, so um. Uh, I'm really glad to have you on. I freaking liked your stuff and uh, and like uh, your like the vibe and the intentions of everything that you've put out for like quite a long time, actually. And so uh, you're you're a high priestess and you're into occultic things and you're so you you've been in this role for quite a while. Right. Like uh, uh, how long have you been kind of uh, doing like these things? Yeah, I have been practicing magic for uh six 15 16 years uh since i was 19 i think i'm 35 uh -huh. yeah 16 yeah. years uh, and then i became uh, i got my priestess training later about let's see 12 years no 11 12 years ago uh, uh -huh. at the temple of sekhmet in, out right outside of Las Vegas, where I used to live for a while. Mm. Um, so it is, it's awesome. It's, I mean, they have a lot of land. Um, the story of it is so fantastic. So this woman named Genevieve Vaughn went to Egypt and she went to, I believe, I was going to say Isis, but no, it would have been Sekhmet because she dedicated the temple to Sekhmet. She went to Sekhmet's temple and she prayed she wanted a child. And she said, if you give me a child, I will um, dedicate a temple to you. So she ended up conceiving and then she went out to the Mojave Desert. I think it's, yes, Mojave Desert is outside of Vegas. Um, bought a whole bunch of land in an area that was one of the most is one of the most bombed places on earth. This is where they used to do nuclear testing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. It, yes, and it's the Shoshone 
tribe. She she bought this land in the Mojave Desert, deeded it back to the Shoshone tribe, so gave it their land back to them. And then we pay rent basically on the land. And um and everything's by the gift economy and donation and built this cute little like adobe temple um that has a fire pit in the middle and four entrances um for the four directions and then the ceiling of it has it's open you know for the fire but it has these metal pipes that run along it that are full of crystals and no matter what ritual we do we send healing energy out to the land um forwards and backwards and presently in time and it is just so beautiful and i i love that story i feel that i felt that right when you i don't know right when you did your little hand gesture right now i was like oof i was like wow that's that's so cool that's so cool man yeah yeah so that's why you get your blessings too and stuff because you're putting it out there and then um and then the blessings like come back to you you know what i mean and so that's so cool i could feel that yeah and being uh, a steward of the land is such an honor and i have some land out here in texas and i when i say it's mine it always feels very weird because i'm just an honored steward of the land a caretaker protector um a lover like it's not my land maybe to the bank it is but it's just a place that i get to a part of the earth i get to care for and then you know that abundance feeds back everywhere into yourself and pours out again yeah it's it's pretty inspirational you know what i mean a lot of people are a lot of people nowadays are striving for that so that's kind of cool is that lately people are starting to get those intentions in their mind, at least like it's getting more put out there, you know? So that's really cool that you're living the life like that. And, uh, totally. I mean, yeah, people are like so into plants now and collecting plants and, um, and the vocabulary they use around it is like my plant friends or my crystal friends, my rock friends. Like, yeah, they're not, they're not hours we get to be friends with them and be caretakers and stewards of them and um and participate in each other's lives you know instead of this like old mindset that everything's ours yeah yeah i um yeah it's yeah for sure there's like an exchange and then uh like for me it's funny because i'll use the word i i noticed that i I'll, i'll use the word buddy I'll be like, oh, that my buddy, like whether it's a, whether it's a crystal or whether it's a certain trees that you always kind of are working around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like they end up being like your buddy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Once you get more in tuned with, with um, particular energies or what's the word? I was hoping I wouldn't just forget words I use all the time today, but oh well. Um, Obviously, me all the time. Don't worry about it. Dude, ADHD is real. I asked my doctor if I had dementia. It's gotten so bad sometimes. Um, <laughs> Mine's gotten uh, better. I used, to be, I used to be really more like polary, you know what I mean? Way more manic I used to be way more like that. And then I think just as time, like, uh, 
you know, like you're like I'm working on myself all the time. So I think through time that's kind of like tapered down or whatever. But I definitely have my my experience with all that for sure. Good. It's all the energy that we got. It's because we have, I think, like a lot of energy and then we can go uh, like you also seem polarizing. Like, you, like you're very cool. Like you're very cool. But you also seem like you, you could be very polar, you know. And then so I think people like us, like I guess we deal with that or something like that. And, um, yeah. yeah you know it depends on like how somebody meets me i mean well no you know what here's the thing if somebody when they you meet me in real life and i come off one way um i'm very playful and childlike and then people go on my instagram and i'm like it's not what you think it's gonna be but okay and they're like oh that's you come off so different than you do online and like when I have my teacher hat on I'm fucking serious and like I'm really passionate and serious about certain things about self-improvement and discipline and um and like integrity and tearing yourself apart to to get rid of the garbage because health and happiness are an emergency life is short and um and we only have one life in this body and like that's the shit i take seriously everything else is silly playtime and i am a clown the all the rest of the time so oh, yeah wow. it kind of depends we're similar on... then we're very similar <laughs> cuz i i embody the gesture like the clownish uh, archetype like that kind of like the fool you know i even back there like i embody that but then i also have like a serious side so some people end up seeing that like more people see the full side of me and then when they see the serious side everyone's like oh like like they're very surprised i guess yeah and then totally. some people see the very serious side and then they they'll think that i don't have a clown side i guess it, like for the more other ones that saw that side first yeah exactly. so i have that like i have that yeah i have that situation too a little yeah bit. when people first see find me on instagram and then i'll start talking to them and uh, it's just i just i'm constantly joking around with a very dark ridiculous sense of humor um and they'll be like why don't you show this side of yourself more and that's i mean it's hard online like it's hard first of all it's always the um we're always growing towards integration is what young calls it like to bring all the different parts of ourselves together um but at the same time not every part of ourself is appropriate for everybody at every different occasion so if i am being a a teacher online then it's going to be it's a little bit difficult for me to also show myself like being a stupid, which I do sometimes. Like if you follow my stories, you'll see me like doing dumb shit in slow motion and laughing hysterically. But, um, but yeah, that is, that is uh, an interesting path to try to navigate. Like how do you show all sides yourself? How do you be playful and silly and also um command respect at the same time and get people yeah. to listen 
um, yeah, and be, but also be authentic because both of those are authentic parts of myself. Totally. Yeah. That's like a thing, you know, it's funny because, uh, right when you said firstly in my head, I said like, like I literally said it in my head, right. When you said firstly, I said, first things first, like, that's kind of like what it is, is, is that you have all these different things, but before you can do anything, just like in any kind of business or any kind of venture or journey, first things first, like sometimes you have to prep with something first, you know what I mean? And then, uh, and then, and then whatever yeah. you prep with first, that's what you have to put out first. It's like, it has to go on a format. And then, so, and then the rest will come out later. Like the people who are meant to see the rest later, we'll see it eventually later. Like that'll, like that'll end up coming out, but like first thing yeah. first, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, yeah, and it is appropriate for, to have like certain parts of yourself reserved for like to have different levels of inner circles. And, um, I mean, uh, this is a little bit tricky for me because I often use my own personal experience to relate to people. And so I am kind of, uh, I mean, it doesn't feel that vulnerable for me to share vulnerable personal stories from my past, just because I've talked about them so much that now they're just stories. Um, but I would say for anyone else, like, there are different levels of, I mean, and I still, there, I may talk about all these stories, but that's not like all there is to me. I still have other uh, levels that are reserved for people that have earned the right to, to have that access to me. Um, but I am pretty open and it is a little bit trickier to navigate using personal experience publicly online. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but you said something that I really wanted to talk about. You said the yeah. like, one of the exact same things. You said the jester, the joker. Yeah. The fool. Uh -huh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's my God. Yeah. We got like the same exact one because usually the fool looks different, but we got like the same one in my poster behind me. Oh, wow. really? Yeah, yeah. That right, yeah, right behind uh, my shoulder. This is the first deck I ever bought um when did i get this uh probably also yeah like 13 12 years ago uh-huh um i can't do math whenever i started reading tarot i have it's on it's somewhere it's on my website or something um yeah that's the first deck i ever bought so i thought i'd bring it out today hell yeah dude love it yeah oh this energy yeah. is so important. This is this is something that I really wanted to talk about because um, it is like we've already talked about vulnerability and and showing different parts of ourselves and um, the reason why the reason why my page is often about psychology and not really about math. Like I don't specifically talk about magic and techniques is because it's all psychology. Magic is in your mind. It's your will. So if you don't have control over your mind and the biggest thing we have to control all the time is fear, then you're not going to be doing effective magic. Um, and so it really all boils down to that. And so after that, it's kind of like, well, I don't practice ceremonial magic. So 
all all there is left to learn after that are like some basic principles of like how energy works and then you kind of get to figure out like all right so if energy works like this then i can move it like this and i can program it like this and i can direct it like that and that's that's mostly all there is to it then there's fun different things to explore like what can you make with it like servitors or whatever but or programs or whatever but it's most of it is all, all just psychology most of it is all just tearing yourself apart finding your fears finding what motivates you removing old scripts um healing your inner child because all those things all that shadow stuff's going to be running the show and you're not ever going to get what you want from magic it's that shit's running the show yeah for sure it's interesting that you said say this because uh, uh yesterday i was doing a swap cast you know with a podcast uh, called upstate unconventional and uh, they're very a very cool myst, uh, mystical couple actually they're very cool and then at the end the gentleman asked me nico he was like oh like uh he was just asking me about like kind of like protection like like my little two cents and then before i got to like actual like like the meat of what i had to say or whatever um i actually talked about like going like tapping into your mind first to see what version if you have like a like i noticed there's two main versions of like when your mind is in a like whatever you want to call it in a rut or like something and then like i i said it, it could either be the one that's like looping over and over again where you're replaying the same the same thought over and over again like oh like last night i made a fool of myself at dinner and it just won't stop playing or there's the yeah, other one the shame the spiral yeah yeah where yes and then the other one where it's like the opposite in a sense, like the like where you're more scatterbrained and then uh, like you can't even grab a thought. They're just all out there and you still can't grab it. You're like scattered. And so I was like talking about going tapping into your mind first because you want to kind of try to get a grip on this uh, before you start even like venturing to like the, the very cool practical stuff, you know. And, um, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, you're either wasting your time and energy you're just it's why are you doing that if you don't have control over what's looping in your mind or have no control over your mind uh, or you're going to be actually manifesting all of your fears because they're the ones running the show yeah and your shadow like and all of that yeah it's like that self-fulfilling prophecy stuff like when you keep talking about it and talking you know what i mean and like you're fearing always edges out to that it's sooner or later is gonna that those thoughts or those fears are gonna crash on you because you were just self-fulfilling this thing to death and then so um yeah yep. so that, that, that so look so okay so i was reading this book and um you know i'm not like i'm not always uh life has really fucked me up lately i'll just say that and it's really easy to be in control of your thoughts when life is good and yeah. when shit gets hard and like real hard like the hardest like mm, it's uh, hard to stay alive hard for a long time it's not easy for anybody and um and we are given these gifts so in tarot i teach tarot so 
I love to use tarot all the time as symbolism. So oh. we've got the Ace of Swords. We've got the Ace of Wands. We've got the Ace of Cups. And we've got the Ace of Pentacles. What do these all have in common? They all have a hand coming from the sky giving them as a gift. So we've got these fucking gifts, okay? Now, the hardest, the most difficult suit is the swords. Why are they all so horrible, most of them, right? They're all just like torment and torture because we don't know how to wield our swords. The swords are our mind, our thoughts. And most people don't know how to wield their swords and they use their swords to stab themselves and torture themselves over and over again. And so when you don't know how to use your sword, that's what's happening. When you do know how to use your sword, now you get to do really effective magic. Mm. Um, yeah, because there it's very it's like it has a lot of a backstabby vibe, whether it's somebody that like another person or whether maybe you self-sabotage yourself in a backstabby way. Yeah. No, I mean, no, it's yeah. all you. It's all yeah. you all by yourself. Um, all the yeah. swords yeah. are only you. She's fine. She can take her blindfold off and make a decision, but she thinks she can't. And then uh, how we're saying it starts with a mind too, and that's mental. So see how like we're going with the catalyst of men mentality, like the mind, you know. Love yeah. it, dude. Look at her. <laughs> she thinks that she's trapped behind all these swords but she's not you see she can just move she can get up and walk through right there she can get up and walk through right there this rope is tied very loosely she probably tied herself up she's fine yes. it's very illusiony like there's the illusion of something but it's actually not even that per se at all yeah so yeah. like so something may happen to us in life um and like our heart may be broken, okay? So the three of swords, why is the broken heart um, card not a cups card? Why is it a swords card? Because something may happen to us, an event, but then we tell a story about it. And it's the story we tell ourselves that runs the show and that tortures ourselves. And so, but we can change the story at any time. That sounds so much more simple than it is sometimes when, like I said, when, when life gets like real hard, like mm -hmm. depression, like real depression, like it's hard keeping yourself alive. Um, like that at those times, I fucking get it. I know that it's really hard to rewrite the story, but that is the solution. And it might that, take. That's where the damn work comes in. Like those, those pivotal excruciating points that uh, I even feel them too. You know what I mean? Like uh, currently I use poker as like a, like a method to these means of uh, going through these crazy emotions, uh, like very, uh, like extreme so it could be volatile but it, let's just say extreme or polarizing and then so I use these emotions and then like these lessons and I tap into them and like I sleep with them for for days 
like like when I messed up. I had a spiral a couple of Fridays ago, and I'm still like reeling from this. Like I'm still like making sure that yeah, yeah. I'm still <laughs> making sure that like I'm like I'm not gonna make these same fuck ups. I'm past this shit. So like I'm trying to like get to like my subconscious. Like I'm 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 doing my best to do subconscious work because I know that in my normal state, like say like right now, like how I feel, I wouldn't have done those same things on that stage. But then what sometimes when you're under those lights and you're in the middle of everything and, and this and that, and you're and you're either you're looping or you're just scattered and this and that. And then sometimes things go awry. And then so yeah. I'm doing my best I'm like to like I, I'm I'm doing like like pretty much my best to like avenge my lessons, you know, because I just I, I want to get better and I don't want to keep messing up. I don't want to keep right. fucking. And you know what? Like shame really isn't helpful. Um, there, like, here's the thing: life is always going to keep presenting us opportunities to grow because that's why we're here. Like the whole the I, I see this in this abstract way that I've had to kind of like find words for and um I do I write philosophy also this is not something that I've shared my writings on but I am writing a book so, so oh shit that's so I love philosophy that's one of the <laughs> things that uh like uh like my earlier teenager like from teenager on right uh to young adulthood it was a uh, numerology and uh philosophy uh was two big things and uh yeah, I love it. Sure. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So like before I had ever discovered Nietzsche's will to power, I had written this philosophy called and I called it the will to more. And I saw this pattern that comes from from the beginning of all of existence. Let's say it's the Big Bang, because we can all visualize that if that's exactly how things started or not doesn't matter. There is a, in, we see this in all of creation. That's what fire energy is. It's a, it's creative energy, but it only lasts for one second. It's a, a spark, just like your engine and your car combusts. And that ignition, gives the ignition, yeah. Propulsion, movement, and that's creation. So, so all, so everything was in one place and then has expanded. And just like fractals, this drive for expansion is, it's like we are constantly expanding and then, then we define some boundaries and we're like, okay, that's this, that's this, and then here's the middle. So we know like, let's say in our everyday life, we're like, oh, uh, I know we're defining boundaries. Like this feels good. And this doesn't feel good. So I know this boundary or like, here's one extreme and here's another extreme. Don't really like either one of those extremes, but now I've identified and explored them. I'm gonna, I know that the middle is uh, the, a nice place to be. But then we are always exploring and defining our boundaries, pushing and exploring just like a fractal. And that is what you can see that in all of life, in trees, in branches, in roots, in the way all species procreate in bacteria in cell division where we see this everywhere this pattern from the micro to the macro it is this will to more it's expansion and exploration it's defining boundaries and wow. then doing it again 
Okay. So, so life is going to keep on presenting us with opportunities to expand and grow, but we also have free will. And like, if we aren't figuring it out and we're fucking it up, we can do that. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want, whatever you want. So there doesn't actually have to be shame because unless like you have to define why you want to be on earth and like, do you want to be on earth to do what your soul came here to do um, or not? Cause you honestly don't have to, you can be like, you know what? I don't want to do that this time. I just want to fuck around and like, uh, I don't know, read books and watch TV and you are yeah. welcome to do that. That's what I've no noticed shame. or what I felt recently. Uh, like before I had like, like, I don't know for the last damn near, damn near two decades. I've put like, I, I don't know why I put so much pressure on myself for like a future, a future of myself. And then now recently I've been like, no, there's like this patience, uh, an infinite patience where it kind of doesn't matter in that way. So like now I'm coming to grips infinite with like patience. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Like before I was like, this matters, this matters, this matters. Right. And then now I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's also this aspect like where it also doesn't matter at all. Like where the source or whatever you want to call it, God or great spirit or whatever you want to like, there's also that infinite patience thing where uh, you know also doesn't give a rip in a sense so it's like it's yeah. us it's up to us to play and to decide and figure out and i guess that's like where the true like uh, i guess like true love play of stuff or the word. true yeah like the truth like like it really comes out like that's what's genuine and like that's like the innocence that comes out because there's no actual real pressure in that sense like once you really wrap your head all the way around it and so now i'm like uh like uh i feel like more of like a playful nature like in myself where before i was like more serious in a way and now i'm like yeah. oh, i want to be more lighthearted. like i want to goof off like like i know you and me have serious shit to say but uh at the same time yeah I, yes at the same time i want to like goof off with you like and be like just like like uh silly yeah. or, or or goofy like too right like for real yeah yeah okay that i mean oh i fucking love that because that's a thing is like we can put we can put the pressure on ourselves because that makes the game fun because what's a game like without a little bit of stakes like it can't be too easy then it's not exactly. really a game then it's just yeah. like boring yeah. okay yeah so we add the pressure and then we take it off we are but yeah. we understand like it's all a game and this guy knows that he is so free from from outside burdens. He doesn't have yeah. like all these external scripts from life or even from past lives on him. He is like he's the freest of the free. And then there's like nothing what, to lose nature with that with that one, you know. Yeah. And then the next card in the deck is the magician and People, so the fool, a fool was like also the name for the the court jester, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Like just, but I love being the fool. My friends and I call each other like clowns all the time. We're jesters. We are just like, 
everybody else uh, are just NPCs and we are entertaining ourselves. All we want to do is make each other laugh, no matter what, like the expenses to our own dignity. <laughs> like, cause who fucking cares? You I got nothing laughing. to lose because you don't give a rip because you because you let it all go already. You know, yeah, and if you think and about like, it, letting it all go, that's a zero. You let it go. You have nothing. You're like, I have nothing to lose. Literally, you know, and then that's where yeah, who, before I felt matters? like I had so much to lose. Yeah. Before I what felt like I had matters? shit. What that yeah. guy thinks? I don't know that fucking guy. I'd rather make my friend laugh than give yeah. a fuck what that guy thinks. Exactly. Don't give a rip. And then, you know, yeah, totally, man. Wow. Yeah. It's funny because on, I think, Wednesday night, uh, a couple of nights ago, I was doing a, my, some of my podcasting buddies, uh, the New York Patriot and Teresa, and uh, we're in the middle of a, a, a chakra series. And then I don't know how this came up, but on this last one that we were recording this week, I was somehow I brought up the gesture. I don't know why I did because we were doing chakras, but I brought it up. Or and I brought up the fool, I mean, and I was saying, I was like, man, I was like, that's like the gesture where, like, I was like, back in the royalty times with the king, I was like, he was the only one that was able to be on the same platform as the king, talk shit to the king, and everyone laughs at him for it, but he's still like, he's not royalty like him, but he he has a pass. So once you in, embody your life like that, you'll get a pass in life where you can kind of go anywhere you want, in a sense, like anywhere that you would, yeah, he's like, free, like, as like to fuck. go. Yeah, like he, the he gets the who would ever want to be the king? I would never yeah. want to be the king ever. Well, the, the king is like basically forced to do shit where like the king has to stay on the throne, like the king cannot leave. There's like a certain equilibrium that he has to maintain. So he's yeah. basically he's basically binded, he's basically binded by like a middle path, or he has to stay locked in. That's a part of yeah. his regalness or stoic stoicism and all that shit. And so and then he has to make the decision like it like so everything is very scripted it's very you know what i mean like in that way so like the no, full yeah, is super all the free. pressure free and goofy all yeah. the expectations yes absolutely so yeah. okay what so the fool moves through the deck he's he's zero he's not even actually he is the character that moves through all the other um cards and the, like the next one we have is the magician. And so I wanted to bring this up too, because like he, this guy, th this card also sometimes gets called like a trickster. And so, but he's not a trickster in a bad way. He's a trickster because he knows that everything's just a game. Nothing's serious yet. It's only, he hasn't like, taken on any other burdens through life he still remembers nothing serious he's the first card he still remembers this is all just a game and he remembers and knows that he has all the tools he needs to get through life he's got everything he needs in front of him and that it's all just a game and like is he a magician like an occult magician or is he a sleight of hand magician it doesn't matter. He knows, like, he's just fucking around. It's a game. You can do whatever you want here. And you yeah. have everything you need to play. Totally. I think about, like, uh, how he knows. Like, what he knows is, like, that uh, as above, so below. Like, he knows that that synchronization of, like, okay, well, like, and then with that, there's, like, a freedom or, like, a sovereignty because it's, like, you end up, uh, uh, most of us, 
like, and I'm not saying I'm not excluded, but we have played like the blame game. Like, oh, it's this fault, it's that fault. But if you realize that a part of you, whatever's going on here is a part of like a reflections of the whole thing. Or that like you big, are God. Yeah, the big picture, the biggest picture. Then you yeah. know that it's, well, it's all in the it's all in the same thing. It's all in correlation. And yeah. then uh is, is he tied to Mercury too? Is that like trickster stuff? Is, like there's a is there a Mercury thing with that with a I wonder about mm -hmm. that. Also I can Google that. it real quick. Let me see. I don't yeah. know what planet is associated with uh Yeah, I think I think we might have uh, I think if I have to say I think I might have uh yeah. Let's see. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Oh my right. god, man. You're like uh I'm really uh this is like so cool. Like you're just dropping it like it's hot. I I love it. It's so, <laughs> this is so up my alley, man. I'm telling you. Um yeah. Um yeah. I have like so okay, in that book I read, wait, planetary oh wait, I should Google tarot. <sighs> Come on, computer. No, it's all good. The magician is associated with the planet Mercury. Okay, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's I uh there is a there are planets associated with every card. I the only ones I ever really remember are um oh, the Gemini and Virgo in astrology. Yeah, the ones I really remember are the ones for the ones that go along with each like star sign, uh, astrological yeah. sign, but for some reason I didn't remember that one. Shit, I'm curious since you're already kind of there right now with the computer. Um, uh, what sure. what is what is the fool's uh, planet? I, I'm not sure about. So that. I don't think the fool would have one because he's oh, not an actual he's neutral. He's nothing. He's not yeah. really. He's the character that travels through the tarot. He's you. You're the fool. And Literally, then you're going yeah. through these events. But let, let me just double check. Yeah. No, no, it's funny that you say that because um like on my little backgrounds that I have here I have different things or whatever symbolic and stuff like that. And the first tarot one that I had over here was temperance because uh I had been incorporating temperance as a part of like the like to help me of the way that I am. I would do things in the morning, these little rituals in a sense with like water cups and like when i would wake up in the morning of like temperance to like restart my day to symbolically let me know that this is fresh like a fresh start like whatever happened yesterday was yesterday type of thing and then, and then yeah and then recently i i've gotten i put the fool on here and uh and it's because that was relating to my journey here with podcasting because i feel like the fool in podcasting like it reminds me of like you know like that saying like jack of all trades master of none you know what i mean so like master of none means none zero he doesn't know shit but he is like a jack of all and then so i relate to that and then here i'm in my journey of like i'm starting fresh all the time like i'm learning all this different new shit all yeah. the time with people like you and other cool people and so I'm like on the, open. I'm, on the journey. I'm on the journey of the fool. I'm just, I'm taking it all in and uh, I'm learning, but I'm also like uh, kind of goofy at the same time. And so like, there's like a humbleness that I like with that because it's like, I, I embrace that I'm a baby in a sense. Like I, I know that. Uh, I also know That's stuff, exactly but I'm like, a, but I'm still a baby at, at the same time. And so like, no, uh, I love that. I love that. And you know, 
that it's called the fool's journey that he travels through the tarot and it is a wonderful place to be to not like carry this baggage with you to have an open mind to not be closed off to new ideas he he's like an alien who's just been dropped onto planet earth who's like well i don't know what's going on here let's fucking every day is a new day let's do it yeah. i don't know what happens if i walk off this cliff maybe i'll yeah. die or maybe i'll fly and like yeah. we don't know what happens that's to him free. when he walks that's off free. the cliff yeah yeah because he's fucking free yeah. and like and also to when you're learning new things and learning from other people's experience like having a podcast um i i, I mean i love doing this too like going into situations and and just just asking questions and like putting everything that I've learned on the side and trying on a new point of view and like totally like getting into someone else's head. Um, yeah. I love doing that. And then when people, yeah, oh, when I, people start asking about you and you're like, Oh, well I do this. And I, I love when people are surprised when, because you've been so good at having an open mind and they're like, Oh, I, didn't know you knew anything at all because you were so open to everything I was saying. Like, perfect. Right. Yes. Yeah, I that, that happens to me all the time too. Like, I, I, I play it like that too. Almost like a, how you were saying, like how in the beginning of our conversation, we're like, well, first things first, what you put out to people. And then as things go on and proceed, then you figure out what, I don't know, like, like people end up figuring you out and that's what's happening to me too. And I really embrace that. Uh, a lot yeah and then even with the whole having like different circles like versions of circles like i have that too because it's like i don't want to over i don't want to overdo anything you know because i could be overbearing so like i want to try to avoid that and so i have i have a lot of that too yeah yeah, yeah and it's, it, i know yeah it, it's a trip too, i can't i yeah i I like the whole like podcasting thing too, because like with my empathic, like I'm very empathic where I could literally like, uh, like with different mentors that I've had, like in dancing and stuff, like once I hang out with them for a whole weekend, like, like, like hang out with them, I take back home so much things from them because I soaked it in like a sponge, like I'm very empathic. So then that's why I like having different people like uh, chaos magicians you know, like you and I like having other different ceremonial magicians or, or uh, mediums or, or witchy people or, or, or whatever, like, uh, like mindset coach people, like just whatever it is, or people who are yeah. uh, uh, just very artistic, very dance, like it, it, anything. I just soak up a lot and then uh, I'm able to, to retain it with a neutrality. And then that's why I, I love it. Cause then I gained so much afterwards, even when all of this was done, I still like yeah. retain it. Yes, yeah, so your I, I astrological sign? Libra. I'm like a mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like a super duper like super duper Libra in a sense where uh in my chart 60 I want to say 6 out of the 10 like 60% of my shit or 70% I'm Libra. It's crazy. And then and then oh, in you my have a element, stellium. You have a huge stellium. Whoa. Is that what that is? Yeah, like pretty much my thing looks like a bucket and I have like a bucket head, like an eraser head. So I chalk it up to that. And, but anyway, and then also my elements are uh, uh, I'm like 60, 70 percent air. So I'm like super airy, super Libra, like super Venus guy. Yeah. Like all the way, like so all the you, way. Yeah. So that's your Western 
chart. Do you know what your Vedic chart is? No, I don't actually. It yeah. might it might be very similar. Uh, I did look up the Fool, and I I did take a guess before I looked it up, and I was right. It's Uranus is the ruler of. Oh, dude! Right when I was talking about the bucket, how the bucket is like it's polarizing because if it if it if when it fills up and then it turns over, it's like it loses everything. That's very Uranus. It's very flip floppy. It's the most so this is yeah, and then also Aquarius. Yeah. Uranus is the ruler of Aquarius, which that's what I am Western in Western uh, astrology. So what what exactly what you just said? No, Aquarius is the water bearer, and that always confused me, and it confuses a lot of people because we are not the bearers of water emotion it's the bearer of the waters of the heaven of ether of wisdom and so they bear the water and dump it down to earth and so these are the waters that aquarius Dude, bears. right when you're saying this i don't know if you can hear it but there's the water sound from above the next level because i'm on the bottom level of the office oh my god it just I can hear it a little now, bit. Now it stopped. Now it stopped. Holy I heard it for a second. Crap. Look at that. <laughs> I love this stuff. See, like for me, I get off on the synchronicity. Like, like, like I get off on that because uh, it lets me know that that we really are on a like for me, like we're really on a journey. Like for real. You know what I mean? Because that takes it takes a little bit of guts. It takes a uh, like will and faith and all those things and uh, a bit of determinism and uh and self-awareness and so it makes me like happy yeah. man it makes me proud because once i know i'm on the journey i don't give a rip exactly how far i am as long as i'm progressing whether it's this much or whether it's this much as long as i'm going up i'm okay with that at this point because i oh here's had the thing is that up, i was like up is hard to see sometimes and a few years ago i kept hearing like just move forward move forward and then mm. i found um a mentor came into my life and he was telling me this all the time always forward and um and so that was one of the signs that i was like okay i know i you clearly have like you're you're getting the messages i need to hear and i know you're gonna give me some more this happened a bunch of times before i finally was like okay you can be my mentor um because i originally had only had a, a spirit teacher um so what so just like the tool song spiral out we are this hero's journey that we're on we're always on these cycles of one to ten and they they're they're one to ten but they're not really one to ten they're we hopefully learned something and now we've elevated when we come back so it's actually a spiral outward and this is like you know what i said about these boundaries like identifying the boundaries and then and then um and then exploring them again and pushing them again and so we're on this spiral outwards and so when we're down here this bottom of the hero's journey uh is the abyss and the abyss does not fucking feel like you've made any right decisions that you are moving forward at all 
because I mean, you've moved down in the circle, technically, like you've yeah. fallen flat on your face. You've, a you decent, were up here decent, and now you're yeah. down here. But that was yeah. forward and that was important and it is important. It's an important part of your journey. And wow. we go through these cycles all the time in big and little ways. You might only have one large cycle for your entire lifetime. Um, you know, and then a bunch of little, maybe tiny lessons that you've learned, but only one big abyss maybe that you go through, or you may go through a couple of really big abysses where, I mean, it's hard not to unalive yourself in there. Like I'm saying like really dark places and those places it's hard to know that you have moved forward at all and not totally fucked anything up. It's hard to remember it's a game. It's hard to have control over your mind swords and not torture yourself more. It's fucking hard. And I just want that to be known and said um, because, because otherwise it's just toxic positivity, pretending like yeah. you can remember at all times everything's a game. Yeah. It's hard to remember sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes people try to bypass the caveats that we have here in this place, like almost like a training ground. Where like in a training ground, if you mess up on a move, it's going to hit you back like the little machine or whatever it is. Or you're going to feel the resistance. It's going to push back to you in some kind of way. So like to be aware of the caveat. It's funny that you mentioned the whole like uh, falling off the mountain thing because like I'll have dreams. Like lately I've been better at dreams with like uh, – I guess I might have been doing some astral kind of shit, but it's more, it's a, a bit hazy. Like I'll have some general ideas afterwards, but it's not like super clear. But two dreams that I've had in my past where um, I could, like I haven't let them go. Like, like they're very vivid still to me. And they happened a long time ago. One was about like what I felt like was like a demiurge uh, metaphor with like a dent. It was like a demented dentist. And then the other one, that was more some years ago. But the other one as a kid that I had that I never let go was. I love like dream interpretation. Full, so if you yeah, want me yeah. to have a shot oh, at yeah. it. Back when I was like seven or eight, roughly, let's say eight, my mm -hmm. foot was just how this fool behind me was like kind of like on a mountain. I got to the top of a mountain, a very high one, like Rocky Four, very high mountains. And uh, I was at the peak of it, and my right foot was at the peak of the mountain. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm here. And then the next thing you know, because it's only my right foot, and I was at the very end. I was at the very end of this very high, snowy mountain. And then at the end of that, and then falling down was so scary for me in a sense that when I got up, I got up like, oh, like, oh, my God. Like, and then I just like, and uh, so that one, I never let go. It was that mountain dream. That's the first dream that I, it was so vivid that, uh, yeah. So that you, you woke up while you were falling? Yeah, pretty much like before I hit the floor. Like I had been falling for quite a while, I guess. And then I got up, like I got up, you know, uh, in the midst of the fall. And mm. so, uh, um, yeah, that's really, really common um, uh, to, to wake up before you fall. Um, but you know what, like that dream didn't tell you that you failed. That dream didn't tell you that you died. That no. dream only told you that like, that there's fear there because falling is scary and that there's unknown because we don't know what happens after that. Yeah. Um, 
but uh but to have made it so in the dream had you worked really hard to get to the top of the mountain or did no. you just start there i damn near started there damn near yeah mm. Yeah. I mean, so that is just, basically the pool. Yeah, it was like going off the edge. It was going off the edge. And then I realized there's something about here with going off the edge in a sense of uh, like when you take the drop here, there's like, yeah, like uh, I took the drop. And then so I, I was aware of the drop. Maybe some people here are like, maybe now that I'm thinking about it, maybe some people here are like afraid of like, you know, like they're afraid of their own being inside their own skin, I guess. And that's because they're afraid of like taking the drop. But here's the here's the newsflash. We, we all dropped. We all dropped here. We're all dropped yeah. in. Yeah. And some yeah. people are afraid to take the drop. And then that's why they're afraid still because that's a big anxiety. That's a big trigger to be afraid of that when you already did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm coming. Okay, to, look. I mean, yeah. There's this poem. There's two poems that I wanted to read by this guy named Jack Gilbert, who, Hell yeah. um, so this is all about like fear, um, bravery and courage. So like, now, the fool, here's the thing about us, between us and the fool. The fool has no fear. And that's why we think he's a stupid idiot. We call him a fool in a negative sense. And we all do have fear. And you, when people tell you, like, no fear, have no fear, that is an insane, stupid fucking thing to ever expect of yourself. What you do is you have the fear because you're going to have the fear. You can't make the fear go away. But the fear doesn't get to run the show. The fear doesn't get to drive the bus. The fear is not in charge. But the fear, like, is just we, we quiet the fear when we get hold of our will. And we can do this. We practice doing this all day. We practice doing this in meditation. But we walk through fear. Fear is still there, but courage is walking through fear. It's not an absence of fear because that's not even possible. That's an insane thing to even say. Um, so I found this. There's these two poems um, by a guy named Jack Gilbert. Uh, this one, This one is called A Brief for the Defense. I'm just going to start in the middle of it. Yeah. He says... We must risk delight. We can do without pleasure, but not delight, not enjoyment. We must have stubbornness to accept our gladness in the ruthless furnace of this world. To make injustice the only measure of our attention is to praise the devil. Um, let's see. Is that where I wanted to end? Well, that's a nice one. I, I like that little That's cool. This paragraph. And then this one, this one really has to do with the fool and all of this. It's called failing and flying. Hmm. Everyone forgets that Icarus also flew. It is the same when love comes to an end or the marriage fails and people say they knew it was a mistake, that everybody said it would never work, that she was old enough to know better. But anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Like being there by that summer ocean on the other side of the island while love was fading out of her, the stars burning so extravagantly 
those nights that anyone could tell you they would never last. Every morning she was asleep in my bed like a visitation, the gentleness in her like antelope standing in the dawn mist. Each afternoon I watched her coming back through the hot stony field after swimming, the sea light behind her and the huge sky on the other side of that. Listen to her while we ate lunch. How can they say the marriage failed? Like the people who came back from Providence when it was from, from province, when it was province, and said it was pretty, but the food was greasy. I believe Icarus was not failing as he fell, but just coming to the end of his triumph. Yeah. I, I love that. that. Yeah, it's so cool. I, I like, yeah, I like that a lot. It's a, uh, it gives me like that vibe of like how we were saying earlier, like that nothing to lose vibe. And then it's also okay to like fuck up here. Like here's where it's okay to fuck up. Like there's only one way you can get out of the, like to get better. And then like, I, I apparently I right. embrace it because like I embrace my fuck ups because I realize I fuck up a lot. And then, so I'm like, okay, yeah. like, and so, so I get back to it and then it gets me like ignited in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Like once you get your ass kicked, you're like, fuck that. Like I'm going to fight back and I'm not going to fall for this shit no more. You know what I mean? And then it's like, yeah, there's something to it. Cause people are afraid to go through these steps. Like whether it's some perfection complex or whether you're afraid to get started complex or, or anything in between. And, um, and then, so that's what ends up kind of happening. And then we end up just kind of like losing ourselves to like, like we kind of end up falling like in a mold where like society thinks we have to be molded to. And then, you know that yeah, that's and like, like a, and no one ball. knows what they're doing this fear that runs the show i mean so like oh to bring this back to magic it is like you uh, I, I mean there's a few different ways that you might want to practice magic it might be just like to do your own personal will or it might be to do your higher will and either one it it doesn't, it, these principles still hold true. You are not doing any effective anything in your life if fear is running the show. And, um, yeah, effective is so a that, good, I mean, that is, effective is a very good, a very good word because, you know, it's like the whole quality over quantity thing. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of doing so much if it's just not going to hit? Or it's not going to spark or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And like to to start little, to start change, to identify the scripts that are running the show, um, to and to start changing those little by little to empower yourself. I find things that really empower me is um, Kundalini yoga and like Kundalini movements, breathing that. Bringing fire into my life, huh? That's sick. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm right there. What, man, we're like on the same page with that. Like, uh, fire's been a theme lately with me. I told the people uh, yesterday on that uh, swapcast that I did that because uh, I did it with them in the morning too, right? Like with you and uh, I told them that my theme up until that morning was fire, incorporating fire, fire, and um, and then the whole thing about a uh, kundalini too. I told them. Oh no, that was in another recent the, the the show before, but I explained my story how um I have like a Reiki background, right? From uh, from a little back in the day. And but what's happened more oh, recently, cool. yeah. 
uh, uh, chakras. I want to ask you about that. Yeah. And uh, what's happened the last several years is that uh, I had gotten an attunement from a lady in Australia. And uh, she's like, she called herself like a tantrika. And then, so I didn't know exactly all the stuff I was getting into, like all the way, you know, but uh, she had did an attunement on me and then uh, it, it, it like, it worked like it did stuff to me. And like, you know what I mean? From, from like an attunement for a level of Reiki or for some no, other no, this is for, uh, this is for a Tantra for a, for a Kundalini energy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I haven't, uh, like whatever these like uh, I described it to my medium friend uh, Alex. I described it like uh, like I could feel like in my stomach first. Like it goes like in waves, and it's like like that, like like kind of like vibrating like that. But it goes in waves, and it like I feel it for me. I feel it in my stomach first. That's where I initially. Okay, feel I was gonna it. ask. Like that's yeah. interesting that you feel it in your solar plexus and not your sacral chakra. However, I mean, solar uh, plexus it, is still. It might be, it might be that, yeah, because I, I I don't know whether it was. It's not. I don't know if it might be actually lower because it was more in my gut, like like well, like I would just call it my stomach, and then uh, so I, I'm not sure, but uh, either yeah, one would it, make sense because solar plexus is solar, sun, fire, energy, yeah, but sacral is still fiery energy, but it is it's more sexual. It, and it's is the the base of your well yeah i mean and that is where like creation comes from that's where the spark of life comes from so yeah. but either one of those would make sense um i, I would just assume kundalini would be generated lower down especially because when you do like root locks that's like lower than your solar plexus if, if I had to give it a, a chakra, I would say sacral because it okay. wasn't like up here. It was like more from my gut and then from I there, uh, from there up. And then uh, it was funny because now like I'll see videos like the last two years or something like that. I'll see videos of like these Kundalini things how people go into these seminar sessions and all that stuff. But uh, for me, this was like about half a decade ago. So I was feeling this before I started seeing those videos. And I yeah. was just like, oh my god, like what happened to me? <laughs> because this lady was in Australia, but she but she attuned me or, or she so gave me you would, so she, tell she, me more about it. One. So you would feel it like kind of coming up, but did you ever feel it come all the way go all the way through? Yeah, well, like uh, at first it was like kind of more where my belly button is, I guess, if I had to give you a spot, and then like I noticed these movements and they were very vibrating and it was almost like they would go boom, 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 boom. And then I, and then at first I was like a little bit afraid or like, what the fuck? Right. And then I was like, okay, wait, was that on their own or did you, were you raising it? No, no, she like, this was, this happened by myself where I was like, what, like, I was like, uh, like what's going on? You're just chilling or meditating yeah. or something and yes yes yeah and this okay. happened after shortly thereafter the attunement which uh i had told my friend alex that uh i kind of doubted like what was going on i just kind of went along with it because we were buddies but i didn't like really 100 believe in what was going on like i just kind of rolled with it 
And then later yeah. on, I was like, what is going on with my stomach? And then from there, it it kind of, first it caught me off guard, but then two, I was like, okay, well, let's freaking work this out here because I'm a, I'm a body person. I love working with the body. So I was like, okay, well, let's let it go and like see how, and then it, uh, like my body ended up like really flowing with this shit. And then I noticed like, there's like energy that you can tap into that could, that could have you like that. And yeah. it was almost like I didn't have control of my shit. And that's why at first it jarred me because I could be like a control freak. And then, but, uh, and I learned, I was like, okay, well, this is different. And then I realized, oh, it must be, it must be from the damn attunement. Right. And then, so I kind of rolled with it and I kind of experimented and like, let it go in a sense, like, uh, like I let it unwind or something, but it's like a, it's a force. Uh, it's like a force. Yeah, I fucking broke my, I I have a little, uh, a few videos that I made on it. Um, I broke my uh, crown chakra from raising. Oh my God. Too hard. I I was like babbling incoherently basically and like had really bad depression, uh, like existential crisis. I was just receiving so too much information that I couldn't handle. Um, well, if the crown breaks, that's like some 5150 where, uh, that's happened to me one time where, uh, I did mushroom. 5150 shit. Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was like the last time I did mushrooms. I didn't like, that was my eighth and last time that I ever did it. And like, I had completely lost my mind, like really, really lost it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that was like my last time I took it as my sign. I was like, okay, like I got all the beneficial shit I could have gotten out of it. So I took that one. And I was like, okay, like that was my ending. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, came back or whatever, but uh, sometimes, yeah, like you don't need to, people don't need to do, maybe some people do, but not everybody needs to like just keep taking these heroic doses or all these plant medicines or psychedelics. Like when that shit's open, it's open like mine is very very open and uh, like thc i experience psychosis uh, oftentimes when i take thc and um no matter what psychedelic i take i always receive the exact same information i have all these visions um and there are things that i see in meditation all the time and so like uh, for me I kind of felt almost kind of stupid and guilty for having such a like like why is this so hard for me to handle? I'm they're not even I'm not even receiving information that's scary or bad and like everyone else deals with this stuff. You know, I was like kind of comparing myself and I realized like look, I am really open. I I channel and um and I worked really hard to open that well, through kundalini was one of the ways but i worked really hard to open that and like um and so i receive this information all the time and and i am still just a fraction of my soul in a human body with a human brain and it is hard for our human bodies to contain too much information sometimes it was like a burden of information that was bringing me to depression and stuff like that. And I had no um, guidance. Like I did learn everything from my spirit teacher, but he had not told me like from a spirit and I, he had not told me 
like, so here's a trick in case anyone is experiencing this or may experience this. I had also never, ever, ever worked with light energy ever. Um, and that is not something that my spirit teacher had directed me to do at that time. Um, and so now I know when I start to receive too much information and when I start feeling myself going towards like, you know, that black hole, abyss, a depressive state where it's like existential crisis, too much information place. Um, cause I can feel myself teetering over the edge. Like, Oh no, I'm going to go to a bad place. Wow. You know, I know right before it's coming, uh, now I know breathe in light. So you don't have to actually close your crown chakra or shield it or do anything. At least I don't have to, all I have to do when it starts to be too much for my human form to handle is to just start to breathe in light, uh, and, or source or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that snaps me back immediately. Oh, it's freaking sick. It's awesome that you're so sensitive that you could see, you could foretell yourself really good. Like, you know, yourself pretty decently enough to, to like foretell that stuff like that and, and then know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that, I don't like, doesn't it, can everyone do that? <laughs> no, that's why, feel people, that's why we go on big spirals. <laughs> like there's levels to the spiral. Cause some people like spiral and they never, they never pick it up. And some people are pretty good at picking up, you know, like, and some people suck at it, but there's all the, there's all the variations, you know, and, true, and with true, you, true. You're, you're sensitive. You have a, a, like a, like a quick trigger, I guess, you know what I mean? Like your triggers quick to like, a, to whatever, like, you know, yeah. and, and so it makes you polarizing because it can go either way. Like, like, but, but you're, but you're a fast, like, like your triggers quick or whatever. So yeah. 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 Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I, yeah. I think that's such a helpful tool. Um, and uh, and also, the when you get to work with light and dark energy and everything in between at the same time, and you breathe all that in at the same time, that is everything. Now you've got the duality of nature that you're breathing in. You're breathing in everything. That's alchemy. That's all the things. That is yes. so powerful. So powerful yes. than just just um, being a black magician or just a light worker. Like yeah, it's unlimited. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like uh, like two words that I like in a sense is like uh, like love and freedom. And then with the unlimited part of what you were talking about right now, it's like it it it, it alludes to the freedom of. Uh, of like the spark that we all have inside of us that we can illuminate. And then if we recognize that and live with that and work with that, that spark will show us. And then the spark has everything in it, in a sense, you know, like primordial yeah, inspiration. Yeah. Like what is inspiration? What is creation? Yeah. What, I mean, that spark is, that's, that's something that's the only element that you can't, contain at all it can't yeah be it's free it's free yeah and that's why i love the and it's only like instant the, yeah. yes yes but it incorporates so in that flash it incorporates everything like this that and the other you know what i mean and so uh so yeah yeah and also um kundalini uh, kundalini is part of that 
spark of life and creation. And I would say, and uh, just because we've been on the topic of mental health, I would say that that also is a very, very powerful tool to um, to getting out of negative mental states of mind that mm. like you may be completely debilitated by your mental health um and uh but i swear to god doing some kundalini breathing and movement is very 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 helpful yeah it's a trip this has been a theme lately that i've been hearing uh from my guest yeah like there's a whole thing to it too because it's very it's very like hands-on in a way it's like very practical and like it's like the responsibility is on you in terms of like where you want to go with it so i like that part you know what i mean because i like taking things into my own hands like that and so uh, yeah it's super cool man with kundalini you mean or with yeah yeah with kundalini mm-hmm yeah it's so cool it is so fucking cool i love i i love it yeah it makes me feel like uh uh like the union like the union of energy you know what i mean because you could say like that the energy out there is having like a dance with itself whether you want like call it masculine and feminine energy or whatever you want to call it the polarization of energy of of uh magnetism and electricity whatever whatever um yeah but there's there's like a dance and then it lets like me those feel two the, snakes uh, spiraling the, up your yes, spine. The, the cohesion of the dance. And then there's like a unity. And then it's like, oh, it's like very liberating for me. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Yeah. It's nope. those it's those two snakes dancing up your spine, the black and the white, the masculine, the feminine, the positive, the negative, the light and the dark. And that union is alchemy and that in creation and the spark of life. And so like even if you think about it that way, let's say you're suffering from depression, you bring the depression is like this place that brings you so close to death. But now you're going to the antidote to that, a great antidote, not the only antidote, but like bringing the spark of life back inside your body. It's mm -hmm. fantastic remedy. Yeah, from the depths, which that first part will bring you in, like going in the depths, and then you can rise. But you can't really rise until you go through the depths, I've noticed. Like, especially with poker, that's what I've been like learning. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go through all this shit. But yeah, apparently I do. Like, I got to go through all these processes and all these like heartaches and heartbreaks, if you want to call them that. And But then it's to like, it's only to figure out what broke and then how to put it together and, and then how to mend it and then how to rise. Uh, yeah, which, you know, sparkly, uh, illuminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a journey, yeah, yeah. man. We're out I there. know it can and be hard. It can be hard to like to keep trusting your guides or the universe or yourself or your higher self or God or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, because whatever we're all, it's all one. Um, it's hard to keep trusting. It can be hard to keep trusting when you have, when like jumping off the cliff has landed you into a world of suffering and pain. Um, and it's hard to tell somebody who can't see it that that's 
possibly right where you were supposed to go. That wasn't a mistake um, yeah. because that was maybe a lesson that you asked to learn. And, um, and we learned like, unfortunately, this is a dualistic universe and we do learn from pain, but we don't have to suffer. Pain is a great motivator. Suffering is just refusing to learn and just wallowing. As soon yeah. as we feel that pain, it's like we feel it because we're supposed to move. There's a subtle but humongous difference in that one. Yeah, it's it's a very make or break one with with what you just described right there. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, damn man. Um, well, one, I want to keep. Uh, I really want to keep hashing this out. I really, oh my god, like, uh, I really have loved this conversation. <laughs> I really love talking to you today. Um. But I have to get, you know, I have to get going. I got to kind of uh, uh, represent a little bit out here with these people that I, that in my practical world, uh, I only show them a certain face or whatever like that. And so, you know, <laughs> I'm glad that uh, at least for a good while we got to, uh, I got to show you and show the the people on the platform uh, a lot of my inner uh, inner stuff. And then I'm so glad that uh, that you shared uh, some of your stuff. I know this for you, you're so. Uh, you're you're deep so i know this is like kind of like more of a tip of the iceberg for you because um i know you're deep in the game but uh i want to say <laughs> thank you uh uh thank you so much uh this was super cool in the oh my god in the future if you thank ever want to like i, I want to have you on soon again um because sure, yeah um i really love all you know the stuff Wait, um, i just gotta say this people want to want to think like the basics uh is boring but the basics are are a constant thing that we never ever stop working on this is yeah. mostly all there is this is yeah. mostly you know all of it is the basics you it's a you reason why it's so fundamental it. it's a reason right it's a reason why it's fundamentals and then why people who do say a sport like basketball where they they have the same format in the beginning of their practice because it's the fundamentals and then um and it's like the bread and butter because if you don't have the bread and butter in your craft, then it's gonna it's gonna be kind of weird out there. Whether you're a cook, you know, with your bread and butter, or whether you're at the poker room or or doing your magic, the the bread and butter really counts. And then yeah, so, um, yeah. But like yeah, next time we can talk more about like cool different weird techniques because I love uh, fuck yeah, I I like uh, manipulating energy or different things like i i oh that no most of yeah we're gonna have you oh i want to like, have you on you, really soon how do you do those things yeah i really want to have you on really cool. soon because uh, i know today's like for people's first time i want to just kind of even like orient orient the people on like just like you like 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 somewhat more personable where we can orient ourselves into like to like the person you know but oh my god uh, exactly. uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to have you back on very soon and stuff like that so uh yeah for sure yeah, i would love um, it Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, let the people know um, where good, you know, good areas on social media uh, where they could find you and stuff like that. Or, or if you have any stuff going on or any things you want to like promote or, you know, I'll also have that stuff in the notes too. So I'll have it all out there for them uh, for sure. So they can okay. click on it or whatever. Sure. Yeah. My Instagram is Dominus Mysteria, a Dominus dot Mysteria. Uh, and my website is dominusmysteria.com. Uh, I do teach tarot and divination and magic. And uh, I also 
do tarot and divination and magic for people. Um, I've been supposed to, I, uh, I wanted to have like record my tarot class because I was doing them live and it's like 18 hours of live oh. class. Um, wow. I just have not had the courage to record myself. The task daunts, I'd rather just do it live. It daunts me to think about recording myself. Uh, but um, no, that's something I really want to do. You rocked it already today. You 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 rocked it <laughs> out today, and then the tarot part was like some of my favorite parts. So I don't know. You should shit. I recommend you do it, man. I don't know. I think I think that's a very good thing. I think it's I know it wouldn't all be recorded. Like I would still do some live stuff because like I I teach by doing, so I want to interact with people, yeah. but. God damn. You know what? If you want me to record this tarot course, message me and tell me to stop being a piece of shit and just do it already. Okay? <laughs> That's what I need from you oh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Awesome. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to have all that stuff in the notes uh, for the people, too. And, um, yeah, I, I want to thank you once again because I really enjoyed this talk. Uh, I feel like it was a very... I feel very sparked or whatever. So, and I, and I feel like it's like the beginning, like the early part of the spark too. So I'm like super juiced. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Yeah, let's uh, do more. Carving out some time. But yeah, please, thank please, you. please. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Right on. Well, all right guys, that was another episode for uncanny mystic minds and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Bye.